Well, hi and welcome to our 21 Days of Prayer and Fasting podcast. It's day nine. I'm Mark Hopkins and today I have Mike Anderson with me. And we're going to be talking today about praying for opportunities to share the gospel. And you should be following along with your devotional book, which you can get at wavechurch.com and be able to download that and follow along with us and to be able to, to keep up with everything that's going on when it comes to our 21 days of prayer and fasting. It's been a great time. We are believing God, Mike, for incredible breakthrough, incredible salvation in people's families, people's friends. And at this point in day nine, we are just believing God that there will be some some breakthrough happening. You know, sometimes people get saved instantly. I've seen people, man, they just like the woman at the well. All of a sudden, she's running away and telling everyone about Jesus. But then I've also seen people like Nicodemus, who was a slow burn. He came and saw Jesus in the middle of the night, and then you don't really find out he's saved until the cross. And so, just three years later, you discover he's saved. And you know, sometimes that's. You know, we, we, we never know what's truly going along and truly going on behind. But Mike, why don't you tell us a little bit about us? You are based out of our Norfolk campus and tell us what you do and who you are. Yeah, uh, I mean, you basically said it. I work uh, at our Norfolk campus. I am our Next Steps director. Okay. Um, essentially handling teams and volunteers, uh, anything where once someone is connected with us and identified, they call Wave Church Norfolk their home. Right. Uh, I do anything and everything to get them connected and help them take their steps in their right. walk with Jesus. So everyone really, if no matter where, and no matter where we are in in our walk with Jesus, we've all got a next step. Yeah. Every one of us have got a next step to take, and and that's one of the great things about your role is to be able to help facilitate that with people, and especially if they're new, and especially if they're new believers, yeah. you you're part of that process, and and at every campus that's going on, and we are just seeing people, we're seeing people added to the church every day, and yeah. that's that's what we believe in God for when it comes to this week. We're praying for salvation. We're praying that this would be a year of salvation. It's one of the key cornerstones of Wave Church. It's one thing that Pastor Steve is always talking to us and reminding us about is that we are believing God to see people come into a relationship with Jesus, make heaven party, as as you would say. <laughs> yeah. I can't say it the right way. My accent just makes it sound weird. But, but how do you say it? Party. Party. <laughs> make heaven party. <laughs> Well, our, we've, got a, we've got this great passage that we're looking at. Remember, we're yeah. soaping, we're our scripture, we're our observation, we're our application, and then prayer. We're going to look at a passage, Acts chapter 8, verse 26 to 40. And so why don't you read it? Absolutely. Let us unpack it for us. Let's go. Cool. We'll start in verse 26. Okay. It says, Now an angel of the Lord said to Philip, Go south to the road, the desert road that goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. So he started out, and on his way he met an Ethiopian eunuch an important official in charge of all the treasury of the Kandake, which means queens of the Ethiopians. This man had gone to Jerusalem to worship, and on his way home was sitting in his chariot reading the book of Isaiah the prophet. The spirit told Philip, go to that chariot and stay near it. (laughs) Wow. Verse 30, then Philip ran up to the chariot and heard the man reading Isaiah the prophet. Mm. Do you understand what you are reading? Philip asked. How can I, he said, unless someone explains it to me? Oh, stop, stop there for a second. I love that passage, that part. How can I unless someone explains it to me? Uh, we have the opportunity to help people understand what God is saying to them. That's, that's what our role is all about. That's what we're praying for, that we would have those encounters. We're praying for opportunities to share the gospel, opportunities that, like Philip, we can help someone 
get an understanding of what the gospel is all about. So anyway, sorry. Keep no, going. And I'd even like to add, I think it's fascinating that the man was already reading yeah, that's right. as Philip came up. And I, I think that can be true today where mm. people are already searching and yeah. there is evidence of God in and through everything, whether people know it or not. Yeah. And all they need is someone to go, Hey, that thing that you're seeing, mm-hmm. this is actually a God thing on the other end. Yeah. It's funny. Cause I think sometimes we all think, uh, you know, I think even our listeners, people in church think that it's really hard to share the gospel. Mm. And yet, here we're seeing a great example that actually it's not hard at all. In fact, God is already at work. All we got to do is get in agreement with him and believe God for opportunities to share the gospel. And so, so often they come up and we don't even realize it. Yeah. All we got to do is be obedient to that. Yeah, and that actually comes up. I'll, uh, I'll carry on in okay. verse 31. Uh, how can I unless someone explains it to me? So he invited Philip to come sit with him. Verse 32, this is the passage of scripture the eunuch was reading. He was led like a a sheep to the slaughter, and as a lamb before its shearer is silent, so he did not open his mouth. In his humiliation, he was deprived of justice. Who can speak of his descendants? For his life was taken from the earth. Verse 34, the eunuch asked Philip, tell me please, who is the prophet talking about, himself or someone else? What a great question. Then Philip began with that very passage of scripture and told him the good news about Mm. Jesus. Verse 36, as they traveled along the road, they came to some water, and the eunuch said, Look, here is water. What can stand in the way of my being baptized? And he gave orders to stop the chariot. Then both Philip and the eunuch went down in the water, and Philip baptized him. When they came up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord suddenly took Philip away, and the eunuch did not see him again, but went on his way rejoicing. Mm. Philip, however, appeared in Azotus and traveled about preaching the gospel in all the towns until he reached Caesarea. Wow. Well, so what are the, some of the takeaways you get from this passage? I mean, we've already talked about a few, but yeah. tell us what it speaks to you about. And you even hit on it that um, the passage he was reading, that it's, Philip is essentially, he walks up, the man is already prepared right. to receive the gospel and he just needs an explanation. Mm-hmm. And really, truly, I think my biggest takeaway in reading this is Philip didn't do a whole lot. Mm-hmm. I think it says that he explained the good news of Jesus, which right. we really, truly know once we've experienced it. It doesn't right. say he pulled out his formal education. He, nope. he just told him the good news of what he'd experienced with Jesus. And, uh, and then as they went on, the man stopped the car and the man said, I need to be baptized. And he kind of led himself. That's right. And Philip's true, what God is crediting to Philip here is an obedience of willingness. God said, go to this place and he'll do the rest. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And Philip was really a facilitator of what God had done in his life. Right. And I think so often, um, you know, when we talk about, like believing for opportunities to share the gospel that sometimes we can almost autocomplete that moment in our lives and get a little uh, trepidatious or fearful thinking um, like, well, what is it? Am I going to have the right words to say? Like, I don't know what to say when I say, have you heard of Jesus? Mm -hmm. And really, truly it's God isn't asking all that. If we're believing for opportunities, God is going to let them come up in a way that's organic because people are already ready to receive uh, they just, God just needs someone who is willing on a person to person basis so it can relate to them and translate. 
Oh, man, I love that. That is so true. I, you know, the other part that I see, and especially for us now in our 21 days of prayer and fasting, is that um, the thing, as we're praying for opportunities, you know, I, I think what this speaks to me about, it's like God's already at work. Mm. We're getting into agreement with him that we are believing that our friends, our families are actually getting to that opportunities where God is speaking to them and, and we are echoing what he's saying into their situation and their life. And I think, again, that's where you hit on it. Uh, we can get fearful. We're like, oh, man, you know, what are we going to do? It's just, you know, it's such a big deal. It's like, no, we just, we just got to get connected. We just got to hear and be who we are and just tell people what happened to us. So have you been a Christian all your life? Um, I grew up in church for sure, but I would say uh, it got real at a Wave Church summer camp in right. 2006. That right. would have been when I got saved or rededicated, but yeah, pretty much I've grown up in a Christian environment my whole life. Yeah, wow. Yeah. I mean, what's, well, I think just what is so super important is that if we do have the opportunity to connect people, I mean, I think everyone's got their own journey. And you pointed out here, you know, the, this Ethiopian, he was on his way, to, uh, you know, to Ethiopia. So he was on, he's heading off. He's gone in a totally different direction. But those we can, if we can get people connected and get a community of faith around them, it's amazing how quickly people will just continue to take a next step and begin to get breakthrough and, and find what what being a Christian's all about. Yeah. Um, how can we help people uh, who are you know, praying for their families and friends? How, how can we encourage them yeah. to, to know that God's at work? I would say that, th- and I don't want to say this is an exhaustive list, but I like to try to make things simple. And I would say there would be two things in specifically praying for opportunities or praying mm-hmm. specifically for family, friends, coworkers. And the first one of those is being intentional about the time of prayer. That's good. Like, daily mm-hmm. whether and it, it is a five second prayer god i pray that well, you would good. open the or the the door for me to speak to these people or mm. open the door to speak to someone that i don't know mm-hmm. um and the second one is preparation mm. like so i stole this thing and i got it i think two years ago um just kind of a a segue line for whether it's family or friends or someone i don't know mm-hmm. and the line is instead of saying like i think the conversation starter element could be where Mm -hmm. most people stop. Like, Mm -hmm. what do you say? And I heard someone say, don't ask where they go to church or don't ask, uh, have they ever been to church? Don't ask, um, do they know anything about Jesus? Ask them where they go to church. Oh, wow. That's great. And almost a preemptive, I'm assuming that you are going, you have been. And since I've done that, it is fascinating that people's answers are never, I don't want to hear about that. They are, Oh, I used to go or I need to go. Or mm. I should really come back soon. And even lately in the past six months, I've seen this really play out well. Um, in friends, uh, I'm a part of a local soccer league, which is just like a fun thing I do recreationally. Mm-hmm. But there's a person on our team who doesn't go to our church. Wow. And I said, where do you go to church? She hasn't been in 10 years, and her whole family is coming on Christmas Eve. <laughs> wow, that's and fantastic. So, and it's such an easy—so there's the prayer element, which is— and never neglecting that because we don't want to make it like it's all on our shoulders. But at the same time, I'm coming prepared, knowing that if that door opens, I'm ready to go. That's great. And invite people. 
Man, that's fantastic. Yeah, that, that's really good advice. I love that. I love that. Well, our time's up and it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, this has just been a great season. Like I said, it's, it's the start and we are looking for breakthrough for everyone's family and everyone's friends. I've got family of my own and friends that I am believing God that this is going to be a great year for them and salvation. Yeah. So, Mike, would you pray for us, praying for opportunities to share the gospel Absolutely. and just simple steps to take? Absolutely. Well, God, we just thank you uh, for who you are. We thank you that you trust us uh, and commission us to reach our world for your for your cause. And God, I pray for every single yes, person Lord. listening to this recording, this mm-hmm. podcast, God, that you would inspire them and move them, that they would feel uh, both empowered and equipped right. to reach their world for the cause of Christ, that we would grow your kingdom. Right. God, not our kingdom, but God, your kingdom. I pray that this year would be a significant supernatural year in the life of every single person of Wave Church, yes. and that you would start a move of people right. talking about you and having people come to know you in a real significant way. God, we love you and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, thanks, Mike. Tomorrow we're going to be with Pastor Kino, and we're going to have a great time with him. God bless you, and let's, let's just believe God for breakthrough.